Welcome to the Pain Solutions Podcast. Dr. Wayne Fimister is a family physician with a special interest in chronic pain, whose passion is finding solutions for this epidemic problem facing one-third of the adult population. He is a clinical associate professor at the University of British Columbia in Canada and has developed one of the first online medical trigger point injection courses for doctors and nurse practitioners, a technique that is easily learned and implemented into the medical office of any doctor or nurse practitioner treating chronic pain. To get free access to Pain Solutions newsletter, blogs, and to register for his online course, simply register at www.waynefimister.com. On the podcast, Dr. Wayne brings together experts from various segments to share with you how they solve people's pain problems and how you can get this treatment too. And now, here's your host, Dr. Wayne Fimister. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's podcast show. Today's guest is Dr. Manesh Naran. Thank you, Manesh, for joining me. You're welcome. Thank you for allowing me to be here. Okay, so Manesh and I have worked uh, fairly closely together over the last few years in North Vancouver here in BC, Canada. And we both do a similar technique for helping people with pain called trigger point injections. So I'm looking forward to interviewing you, Manesh, and just chatting about the specific treatment that we both find very beneficial. Mm-hmm. But before we dive into this, can you just give us a little bit of background? You know, where did you grow up and where did you go to university? So I'm uh, 56 years old presently and uh, grew up in South Africa and got my medical degree in South Africa, came to Canada 29 years ago and started practicing here as a general practitioner. So I've been doing uh, general practitioner work during this 29 years, but in the last three years, I've stopped general practice completely and I've only concentrated my practice on trigger point therapy and laser acupuncture now. Excellent. So where did you go for training for the trigger point injections? I went to Washington, D.C. This is the home for Jeanette Travell. She's the medical doctor who wrote some definitive medical text on trigger point therapy. She was also the personal physician for John F. Kennedy as well. And he had a lot of back pain and he somehow found her and later on made her his personal physician. And then Dr. Travell later on went to serve the next president as well. But Dr. Travell learned this technique from her father, and then eventually she ended up with uh, Dr. Simons, and they wrote a definitive text on trigger points. So this trigger points is home to Washington, D.C., and then uh, Dr. Gervin and Jan Domerholt also trained under Dr. Travell and were now giving courses on trigger point therapy in Washington, D.C. So I went there in 2008 and became certified in trigger point therapy. And uh, they run a course called myopainseminars.com. This uh, involved me going to Washington, D.C. once a month for three to four days at a time for six months. Eventually led to a final exam as well. And that's how I became certified. Okay. So here you are, moved on from family practice full time, helping people with trigger point injections. So what is this technique actually doing? So this technique is mainly releasing the knots in the muscle. Most of the time when it comes to pain, there's many diagnoses out in Western medicine, but in this system, the theory is mainly that most pain of soft tissue origins is caused by muscles. And if you can release or relax those muscles, and that allows the muscle to release and thereby decrease the pain and increase the movement. So for our audience right now, is it a common thing for people to have these knots in the muscle? Very, very, very common. It's there almost in every patient that I see with pain. 
It's just that this is not diagnosed anymore. And because nobody really knows what it's all about, nobody really looks for it or diagnoses it. And there's really, there's no imaging studies for trigger point therapy. So nobody really can image it. So there's no MRIs or X-rays. It's all really done by manual therapy or by palpation to find the trigger points. Okay, because there are other therapies out there like, you know, acupressure or, you know, certain forms of massage that are kind of hands on the body, trying to release the tension. And I know that that can work for some people. But when it doesn't work, when these hands-on therapy does not work, then we're left with these patients who really need a more invasive technique with a needle into the specific region to release those knots. And it's, it's something that's you know, transformed my career as well because I've been doing this for a number of years now. You know, I can see lots of good results. So what kind of results are you finding with your patients? I'm just going to backtrack a little and talk about these trigger points and what my impression on it is. You know, on the whole, when it comes to these muscles, it's just a single little scar tissue or the knot in the muscle that causes the pain. And it's amazing that just by deactivating this trigger point, the entire muscle relaxes. And I think that even up to today, I'm amazed that just by that little knot or that little scar tissue on each muscle creates so much problems. The question is, you know, what type of results am I getting? Most patients that I treat, about 70 to 80% of patients will find some form of relief for this therapy. And what I tell patients is to try at least four treatments and see how they do. If, and most people, I tell them that if this treatment is good for you, within four treatments, they should be at least 40% better of whatever the pain problem was. And at least 70 to 80% of patients feel somewhat better. They may not all be 40% better, but they feel somewhat better. And these patients that have come to see you, what have they typically tried before? Oh, they've tried everything. They've tried medications, physiotherapy, massage therapy, chiropractic, acupuncture, exercise therapy, kinesiology, they've tried many, many things. Everybody's been around the block. Yes, and that's exactly what I find also in my practice. And it's, it is completely amazing. Mm-hmm. That all of a sudden, you can p- take these medical needles and yeah. set them into these knots, which you can feel um, on palpation, and you get this release. It's, yeah. it's almost like a little bit of magic, you know, in the body. I've been called various names, and definitely magician is one of them. It still amazes me every time. Yes, yes. Okay, so 70 to 80% success rate. And then you say you're doing about four sessions. Is that your standard for your patients? That's what I tell patients to try. So if after four sessions, there is no response, and I can tell them definitely that trigger point therapy is not for them, and they should try another form of therapy. At four sessions, what I notice is that at least about 40% of patients get much, much better, and they reach that 40% mark. But some of them don't really reach that mark, and they may be 20 to 30% better. And then you could just continue a therapy. So most patients need about six to 10 treatments in total. Then. Yes. Okay. What kind of advice are you giving your patients after treatment? Most of the advice I tell them, especially on the day of the treatment, is I tell them that, that they may get aggravated for a day and to be aware of it and not to become afraid that or frightened to say something wrong has happened. But most of this pain settles down. I also tell them that exercise probably is not conducive to the healing of these muscles because sometimes most people tend to exercise too much and these trigger points get reactivated. So I tell them mainly to rest for the two weeks while they're having the treatments. So is it okay to go for a walk? Say they're getting some treatment on their low back. Is it like walking okay in your mind? That I always find a little tricky question because then I have to ask them, how much do you walk? How fast do you walk? Are you walking uphill? And then I have to also ascertain, you know, what their level of fitness was, how much they were walking before as well. 
So depending upon the patient, how active they were, then I tell them to moderate the activity. But if they've had no activity, then I tell them definitely don't start the activity. That's definitely something I find as well. You know, in general, people are very active and they, they can do some exercise, but it's not the time to jump in and do a new activity. Certainly not the time to go to the gym and start a new program, but just time to rest and recuperate because I find it's in helping and them get the concept of it's like a minor surgery that we're doing. We're literally releasing a problem that just takes time to heal, as you mentioned, you know, scar tissues in there. And um, if we go and aggravate it, it just kind of, in a way, goes backwards and the, there's more failure or slow responses to treatment. So again, that's something that I find um, yeah. with that. And everybody's been telling them to exercise. So that becomes the biggest dilemma is when they don't get better, everybody says, or especially, you know, the therapist say, no, you don't exercise enough, and that's why you're not getting better. So it becomes quite difficult for the patients to understand that, you know, and they've already tried exercise and they're not better. But even then, when I, when I tell them, you know, don't exercise or exercise less, it becomes a, really stumps them a little. And they think, you know, is this really going to work or not if I just don't do anything? Yes, yes. So say the patients are a bit sore after the treatment, what kind of advice would you be giving them? Mm, I tell them to use anything that any modality that's really work for them. The rest is number one, but heat, ice, Tylenol, ibuprofen, whichever they prefer. Yes. Yeah, just yes. advice, yes. Exactly. And do you ever get more intense responses, like a little bit more than an ache, say, like spasming or severe pain? I do, actually. And that's interesting. You know, some people really say that you know, I've had a lot of pain for the first day. And then for whatever reason, they seem to get better. And I'm not too sure what this is all about. But I do find that those patients that have an intense reaction for one day and then it settles down, they seem to get better. There's something going on there. I call that, I tell them it's a healing crisis and it happens to some people and it's some for beneficial for some. Yeah, that's a nice term. I like that because that's, I also find that people usually turn the corner and you know start to improve with a bit of time mm -hmm. before the next session. So you're doing maybe up to 10 sessions or so. Is it How often are you doing it? So the first uh, four sessions are done twice a week. And that's when I tell them that, you know, to see whether they have a response or not. And then after that, if they start responding, then I drop it to once a week uh, for two or three. And then maybe try it after, after that every two weeks, depending upon how they feel. Okay. Well, I think we've discussed a lot of the uh, practical things around trigger points. And we've talked about the, you know, the pathophysiology or the, the not concept, you know, what's actually going in there. But you also do a second technique. You mentioned that at the beginning of laser. So when does that fit into the treatment program? So this is called uh, laser acupuncture. It's what is called a class four laser. And uh, these are high potency lasers that have been in medicine for quite a long time, but really not adopted by anybody. And I've had this laser now for the last 10 years. And I've become very uh, used to using it in my office. So these class four lasers... Uh, give off infrared light and what they do is they increase the blood flow to the area by increasing the blood flow to the area they increase the anti-inflammatory chemicals in the area and uh, there are some studies out done on it but really this class 4 laser hasn't been adopted by by many of the, the therapists yet uh, in my practice what i do is for patients that respond somewhat and don't respond with that 40 percent mark but respond maybe with you know 20 or 30 percent but they've responded to the trigger point already by the third treatment I'm already telling them, if you add laser acupuncture to it, then you probably will get better results as well. And that's what I found in my practice as well. By adding the trigger point and the laser acupuncture to those somewhat responders, I can get very good response 
in the total of 70 to 80% of, of, of clients. Fascinating. Fascinating. So what, you know, you said laser acupuncture. So are you going specifically for acupuncture points? So it's called laser acupuncture, but really it covers the entire area. So say if I'm treating a shoulder, then it would be a beam of light that is about three to four centimeters in diameter. And then it's done by an operator who takes this light and then shines it all over the shoulder area. The treatment times are about seven to eight minutes long. And these treatment protocols have been set out by the, the laser people as well. And the treatment is painless as well. Nice. Mm. Very nice. Mm. I'm, I'm sure the patient enjoys that compared yeah. to getting poked with the needle. Mm. Um, okay, so you're doing the laser heating up the area, relaxing the area with some anti-inflammatory type action. Mm. And how many treatments for a typical patient here? I forgot to mention this laser. You know, my, my feeling on, on, on most like say joint problems like shoulder problems, knee problems, hip problems as well is that we're treating the muscle mainly with trigger point therapy, but sometimes the problem is at the ligaments that surround the joint or where the muscles attach onto the joint. And I think sometimes the problem is then we don't have access to it with the trigger point. So with the laser, I'm able to access those points as well. And I think most of the benefit is coming in those areas because it may not necessarily work just for the trigger points only. So with the laser, you're getting benefits both at the muscle area and where the muscles attach onto the bone and the ligaments that make up the joint. So that's why I think this is more, there's sometimes you know, some benefit to the laser as well with the trigger points as well. In terms of your previous question, how many treatments do I do? And normally I tell these patients to try five treatments and see how you do. Again, same thing. With five treatments, most of them should be at least 50% better than they know that at least they're in the right direction as well. And most people tend to respond. Most people need about one or two cycles, depending upon the condition, sometimes a little longer. But most people tend to get better fairly quickly. Excellent. Okay, so, you know, we've talked a lot about these two different modalities. You know, your stage in your career, what are you, you know, what is the challenge or opportunity that you're faced with now? I think mainly the, the, the challenge opportunity is to let all the other practitioners know that these modalities exist. And as, as more practitioners become aware of it and they can start practicing it in their own practice because most of them have lidocaine available to them quite easily in the offices. And once this technique is learned, they can start doing it on their patients as well and relieving pain much faster. Yes, I would entirely agree with that. Okay. Um, slightly different question. What's the best advice you've ever received? <laughs> uh, smile and be happy, which I just got from my aunt recently. She, no, no, no. Let me, let me change it. She said, smile and be patient. Things will work out. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Okay. Just to wrap up here. Um, anything else you'd like to share on these subjects? Um, the only last thing is that, you know, trigger points are really not known by many people, but it's a fantastic treatment. And in the last uh, 10 years of practicing it, I have achieved and found great joy in practice. I was becoming very frustrated in practice, uh, in medical practice as well. But since doing so much trigger points and making so many people happy, I've really found my joy again in medicine and I feel I'm a healer finally. Wonderful, wonderful ending. In fact, there's one more question I've got that just come to mind. Just to clarify, what are you injecting in those needles? 1% lidocaine, which is the same thing as freezing or local anesthetic. This is the same thing used by the dentist uh, or when you get stitches as well. That's right. So there's no cortisone, there's no medicine. It's, it's only in the body for what, a couple of hours and then it's gone. And it's gone, yeah. And the other common question people ask me, but yeah, are you, are you freezing the muscle or what? You know? so, so the explanation I give to them is that 80% of the benefit really is putting the needle in the right place. 
because these trigger points or knots are highly electrically charged and by putting a metal needle in there, it discharges the electricity, allowing that muscle to relax as well. And what happens is that because this knot has become scarred, it's also the nerve has become super sensitive that supplies this area as well and it's firing all the time. And that's when the local anesthetic comes in as well. The, the local anesthetic is, allows the nerve to become less sensitive. And over a series of treatments, that nerve also becomes less sensitive. So with the trigger point therapy, we're targeting both the muscle and the nerve. Lovely description of exactly what's going on with the electrical current. Okay, well, thank you so much um, for our interview tonight. I'm just going to wrap up here. And I uh, look forward to seeing you soon and talking again. Okay? Thank you very much, Wayne.